Good morning. You well? Phil's been playing with the heating again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I got a helpful uh, helper here. Santa's little elf is going to help me with my notes and my timer. So, um, Merry Christmas to you all and welcome. Uh, welcome one and all. Thank you. For, if you're a guest here, we're really pleased to see you. Uh, if you come every week, we're really pleased to see you. Everybody's welcome. Um, but uh, have you ever noticed um, how the name of Jesus is like a really quite important aspect of Christmas? Jesus is kind of there at the, at the beginning uh, and all the way through. So there's this wonderful bit where Joseph gets to find out about the baby Jesus. All right? And uh, he knows Mary's pregnant, and that's a problem because... It wasn't him. And he's a bit, you know, like, oh, my gosh. So this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph, so they're already engaged. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant with the Holy Spirit. Well, at least that's what Mary said. Um, because Joseph, her husband, was a faithful uh, to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. Hmm. Didn't want to put her in disgrace, so he decided to divorce her. Yeah, thank you, Joseph. Very brave. Um, but after he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you want to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. So, you know the rest, you know, plot spoiler, Joseph marries Mary. Um, but it's really hard choosing baby names, isn't it? And it's one part of the story, we, 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 we fail to notice that, you know, God got uh, Joseph and Mary off the hook with a baby name. Now, if I made any jokes about any names t this morning, I know I'm going to offend someone. So, uh, I'm not. But you know how hard it is to choose a name. Uh, actually... I don't know if you look at uh, number eight and number ten. I have, a, I have at least three Isabels uh, in, uh, in the youth group, in, youth, in the youth work, and we've got at least three Olivers. I don't have any Mohammeds, sadly. But um, we've got a Noah. Uh, we haven't got an Oscar. Uh, I, yeah, so it's amazing, really. Um, this is the 2017 baby names. But I remember uh, trying to choose... Um, uh, yeah, so then we've got... These are the actual most common names. So, uh, is there a David Smith here? Have we got a David Smith? Any Smiths at all? Yeah. Oh, great. Well done. I'll tell you, you've got a list. Ah, oh, there you are. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're a Smith, yeah. So, uh, uh, well, you should be a lot more common here. Um, <laughs> uh, any Susans? Susan Smith. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, my, auntie, my auntie Sue, please make her feel welcome. Um, so, uh, can you imagine it? You know, that's for, so, statistically speaking, the most common married couple ought to be Susan and David Smith. Um, but I don't know any. But uh, that's, that's the way it is at the moment. Uh, very, very normal names, uh, because they're normal. In fact, my name uh, is a bit of a mouthful, and no one can ever spell it. It's Crumack. It means blood clan in Celt. Yeah. Or Bent Oak in Saxon. I'm not too sure. Um, but you know, there's only about 50 of us worldwide, because I'm a bit like that. I kind of look for people. <laughs> um, and every now and again, I get an email from America. It's been misdirected. But um, 
Yeah, so there's only about 50 Chromebooks in the whole world. So when I was um, uh, looking for Josh, uh, uh, trying to name Josh, I wanted to call him Zedekiah. Zedekiah Crummock. I mean, it sounds like an old prospector, doesn't it? You know, or a, or a pirate. <laughs> and I thought it was really, really cool, but Megan wouldn't let me. We had to listen to God, who's told us to call him Joshua. Um, but uh, here's some other great names from the Puritan past. Um, if Christ had not died for thee, thou hast been damned. Praise God's son, Barebones. Uh, he was an accountant, apparently, but and he decided to call himself Nicholas. Uh, <laughs> Or you can call me Nick. Um, and there's another one called, uh, which I think is quite funny, uh, Fear Not Helly. Actually, it's very unprotestant. It ought to be Fear Hell, you know, burn or turn, you know, that kind of thing. So, no, no, but Fear Not. And um, <laughs> I love this poor, Job raked out the ashes, bare bones. Actually, if you look for funny names, the bare bones family are, are really up there with the old funny name things. Um, so I wasn't allowed to call him Zedekiah. Um, but names are, like, really important, aren't they? So we've got Joseph and Mary. And did you know Joseph's name means we will add? It's like a prosperity type name. But Mary, there's lots of different ideas, but one of the, the most common meanings for Mary is beauty. And so here we have in the gospel story, God will add beauty to the world. Isn't that amazing? Uh, really beautiful sound. And here is beauty. Um, my uh, guinea pig, <laughs> uh, Alice's guinea pig, your beauty. And we call, she's called beauty for a reason, because she's really beautiful. Um, well, we think so anyway. Uh, <laughs> I was going to pick a picture up of me, but I won't. Um, now, the, it wasn't just Joseph who got told this. Uh, in fact, the, the, the angel came to Mary uh, and she said, uh, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. And you shall call him Jesus. He'll be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him to the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. Now, this sounds very dramatic and imposing and like, wow, moment. But in fact, Mary and Joseph had very, very common names. They were the Susan and Davids of their time. Most, lots of people had. And the other really, really common name was Jesus. Jesus was like really, really common. Like kind of. So this moment is a bit, it's a bit funny. It's a bit comedic. And you will call him Wayne. Yeah? That's the kind of impression you get, or like Brian, or something like that. You know, it's like, it's a great big build-up. And you will call him Ian. You know, so it's like, and Mary would go, oh, what? no, we don't want to call him that. If he's going to be great, we could call him like McKizzledeck. You know, that's a great name. Or, or, or Moses, after our great leader. Or we could call him um, uh, David after our great king and he was our last king and he's the great greatest king so let's call him David uh, uh, or, or we could call him Solomon the most wisest fabulously wealthy king we ever had why can't we call him that why do you want to call him Brian you know or Jesus why do you want to call him Jesus well there's a really really good reason why we called him Jesus because well I'll tell you in a second after my next slide uh, so uh, but obviously now when I say Jesus you've all got Everybody's got an, imp an idea of who Jesus is. We all know we're talking about the same Jesus, don't we? We're not talking about Jesus Smith who lived next door to Jesus. Yeah? We're not talking about his cousin Jesus or, you know, the kid who lived down the road called Jesus. We all know which Jesus we're talking about. And he's famous. And he's really, really famous. So famous we changed the calendar for him. So famous that we're all here this morning watching this amazing play. You guys, you're awesome. What's the time? Good, good, good. So, uh, 
Jesus is amazing, right? And we've got all these other names we attach. Jesus the Messiah, Jesus you know, the, the Prince of Peace, Jesus our Savior, all those kind of things. But really, why would God call him Jesus if it was such a boring, normal name? If he wanted him to stand out from the crowd and be amazing, why call him Jesus? Well, there's a good reason. Uh, by the way, we all call Jesus Jesus, but he wasn't called Jesus. He's called Yeshua. All right? And if you're, if you're called Joshua or Josiah, it's the same name. All right? It's just a transliteration, the way we do it. So, so like Marie and Maria are actually the same name. Um, as is Isabel and Isabella. Oh, no. Don't hit me. Don't throw stones. It's true. So Joshua and Josiah and Yeshua are the same name. So it was actually the baby Yeshua that we're talking about. And Yeshua is a very interesting word because Yeshua is made up of two bits. One bit, the Yah, is the God. It's part of the word Yahweh, and it means God. And the second bit, Yasha, I'm not a linguist. I'm just making this up from the internet. Don't worry. Um, no, it's not made up, it's true. <laughs> uh, it, it's got two roots to it. One is to save or deliver or to get you to a big open wide space of freedom. The other one is about crying and yelling out for help. And so, here we go. The promise. Jesus has got his name, is a promise. God will save. It's emphatic, it's immediate, it's meaningful, it's solid. And the angel said to Jesus, uh, to Joseph, he said, you should have seen me when I was a teacher, terrible. Um, when he said to Jesus, uh, to Joseph, call him Jesus, he says, because he will save. It's a promise. That's why we're going to call him Jesus, because he will save. And that brings us hope. It's a promise. We have hope that we never had before. Before Jesus... The, the poor Jews at the time were, were being conquered by the Romans. They were occupied the Romans. They needed hope. And God says, I will save. And there's hope for you. If you're lost in addiction, if your marriage is on the rocks, if you're in a financial situation, if like, you're emotionally struggling, if you're bro physically broken, if you're um, mentally broken, in any other way, God has got hope for you. Jesus will save. Because right now, if you don't have any money, if you, you can't, if you have to come to the food bank or, you know, if you can't buy enough presents, for you, good news is, I need to buy some presents for my kids. If you're ill, the good news for you is, I want to be better. Now, we also know he's going to save us. But it's not just pie in the sky when you die. It's steak on the plate while you wait. He brings us um, salvation now. So his promise. The other part is God will deliver you because he will save his people. His people were in uh, occupation by the Romans. He will deliver you. He wants to deliver you. He will deliver you from hell. He will deliver you from death. And he may well deliver you from other situations right now. But I've, you talk around anybody in this room right now who confesses to Jesus, as Jesus being their best friend and who wants to make Jesus famous, you ask them and they will tell you time after time, that God has that how God has delivered them. You can ask me, and I'll tell you. He's delivered me from uh, potential alcoholism. My family had a history of alcoholism. I don't. God's rescued me from that. God's rescued my marriage when I was a right idiot. God's rescued me uh, from uh, a number of fatal car, nearly fatal car crashes because I'm a stupid driver. He said, you know, God, is a, uh, he delivers and he saves right now. But also, we've got that sense in his name of Jesus, that freedom cry. 
set my people free. That's what it's like. It's a cry of salvation, freedom's cry. But unlike uh, the general who sits on his white horse looking over, watching the battle happen, Jesus is like William Wallace. He's down there in the muck and the filth. He's fighting with us, rallying us on. But unlike William Wallace, he's still alive. He's risen again. So his freedom cry is meaningful. It has meaning. Our champion has defeated death and sin and slavery to both. God's freedom cry. And the last one is... It's got that cry of help where we respond. It's our cry for help. Jesus, God saves. Only God saves. He is our freedom. And if you cry out to God any time, he will rush to you and he will help you. So if any of those situations I've described this morning or more, if you've never said, Jesus, in a cry of help, today could be the day. This Christmas could be your Christmas, where instead of we're looking at the baby Jesus, we're looking at the Savior Jesus. The one who, I don't know if you've seen um, the most recent episode of Grand Tour, and uh, Jeremy Clarkson very, very hilariously put a cross on top of their Christmas tree, big shiny white cross. I thought, brilliant, thank you Jesus. Because that's what should be at the top of our Christmas tree. It's lovely to see a star, but really the top of the peak, peak should be the cross or even an empty tomb, because he's done it for us. So, because he will save his people from their sins, if you call out to God today, he will add beauty. He will marry and Joseph your life. And I can promise that, and you can talk to anybody here who believes in Jesus, and they will tell you what beauty he will add to their life. Amen. Amen, right. So, how did we do? Oh, four minutes. Sorry, Phil. Um, so we're going to uh, take collection now, and the band, the um, original band, are going to play uh, a final carol. We've got four volunteers who are going to come and pass some baskets around. Um, now, if you're a visitor and you're a guest, please don't feel obliged to give anything at all. Okay? Uh, this is an act of worship. So we, when we give money to God like this, it's just because we want to worship God. And so you don't feel have to oblige in any way. Um, But if you'd like to, we won't stop you. (laughs) So if you'd like to stand...